This is the Andy and Len podcast from Big Hits Radio. Subscribe via iTunes. Download at www.bighitsradio.uk or listen live every Saturday afternoon. See on CO and little mix there with reggaeton lento. Uh, often when it's a warm day, I'll drive around in Milari listening to reggaeton and pretending I'm in like Mexico or somewhere. You know, each to their own, and it's how you get through the day, isn't it? Uh, I've got Len in the studio today. I so see you, you were sporting a, a nice pair of sunglasses there. Uh, yes, I'm uh, rocking the, um, the, um, the, what do you call it, the Blues Brothers look today. I, uh, I bought a pair of sunglasses uh, in a famous store that, that hasn't been doing very well recently, but they're good with food. Um, and uh, I bought this pair. I liked them. I really liked them. And then I left them somewhere and, and, and a friend said, oh, it's all right. I've got them for you. I said, oh, great. And I saw him about two weeks later. He, he reached into his bag and got them out and said, here you are. And they were broken. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's great. So you can't really say anything. Did he bust them on you? Yeah, but you can't really say anything. Well, he, I would have said, here, like, man, what, what's the deal? What's I, I? But then maybe I, I don't really observe, observe social cues as well. So yeah. I probably would just blurt it out and say yeah. hey, mate, like, what, what's going on prof yeah well you can't really tell because so, i did say oh would you keep them for me so like you know aux anyway but i, I decided know. i was going to go back to this uh this shop and uh buy and i got the exact same ones they're for 20 pounds so there you are and they, they've broken in exactly the same place again i really should go back to the place that's good with food and uh talk to them about it but anyway i decided to go elsewhere i decided to uh go Walk around Newton Arts today and find find a pair of sunglasses. That was my mission when I got down here. And I went to that outdoor shop. Thought no, 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 there's none there. It's jackets and things. So right, okay, dead on. I started walking around, and I walk around the the Ards Market. You know what Ards Market needs? Yeah. Looky, looky, man. Looky, looky. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they need they're selling sunglasses yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Rolexes for, for three pounds and that kind of thing yeah that's a looky looky mail there's no looky looky mail in arts market unfortunately so I went to um, a chemist and bought a pair of sunglasses but I remember last year I went to a shop uh, it was one of these cheapy kind of bargainy yeah. shops that you get everywhere these big sheds uh, and I went and and there'd been like sunglasses the week before and I said do you have sunglasses no I said oh no 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 that's a summer thing you're right he looked outside it is blinding today you're 100% right because the sun doesn't come out after you know September really you know right I mean luckily I didn't overindulge last night I was quite sensible but if if you had overindulged yeah you know and you didn't have sunglasses, I'd feel like Dracula caught outside in the daylight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it is extremely bright out there. That's all happening over in Mill Town. Uh, two goals in uh, as many minutes there for uh, Institute, putting them 2 0 ahead again against Warren Point. Uh, Linfield now 3 up against Glen Avon. Uh, I thought there was a score there in the English Premiership, but there isn't. Uh, also, the Crusaders. Crusaders are going 1 up against Glen Torren. That's one to watch this afternoon.
Uh, so it was the uh, uh, the grand final, as they call it in Australian rules football, uh, last night. I think it was, and they got they got holiday over there on the Friday for uh, for grand final day. They get a lot of holidays over in Victoria, though. It's one of the it's one of the places in the world that has the most public holidays. Can't remember what it is, but we'll have to look that up. Richmond Tigers versus the GWS Giants. Uh, from from Sydney, uh, Tigers beat them hands down. I was just looking up the origins of Aussie rules football. I, I thought it was something very very close to uh, Gaelic football from from Ireland, uh, but actually that's a myth. It, it, it's it's a myth. It was a game originally invented and it's played on an oval, so it was originally invented um, uh, for cricket players uh, during the off season to keep them keep them fit. So uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the sport actually comes from in- indigenous football games, uh, a game known as Marncroc, uh may have influenced early Aussie rules as well. It was played by Aborigines in the Victorian bush. So, so there you go. Yeah, I, I because of that whole uh, international rules football thing, I thought it was you know a, a link up uh, of, of uh, uh, Irish football and, and uh, Aussie rules. But no, it's not. 19, uh, 1858, cricketer, sports enthusiasts and school students began to regularly play variants of English public school football uh, on the parklands of Melbourne. Uh, okay, over to Len now. What's going on? Yeah, I'm just uh, trolling through the week's uh, strange uh, news here. Uh, And there's a very strange case I came across. Um, A couple who adopted what they thought was an (laughs) eight-year-old child um, in America. Uh, It was uh, Michael Barnett um, and uh, Christine Barnett. Yeah, the Barnetts. Now, their daughter is nine, but they claim the daughter is actually a 30-year-old psychopath. (laughs) How do they... Suffering from dwarfism. Right. Uh, I've uh, seen a photo. He... See, this is a weird thing, because <laughs> yeah. in certain pictures it does look like a child, but then, I don't know, it could be. It's like something out of a horror film. It's like, you know, don't look naughty or something like that. But apparently the ch- they say, anyway, the child's trying to kill them. Is that true? Uh, well, that's what they say, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, 3-foot-tall Natalia, who suffers from, were- from dwarfism... Uh, is at the centre of an extraordinary criminal case. Yeah. Uh, now, there's different opinions. Some people think it's either a 16-year-old girl or a 30-year-old sociopath. No. Oh. Um, and they can prove... Now, Christine Bennett, the, the adopted mother, claimed um, in an interview with the Daily Mail that she can prove that uh, Natalia is actually a grown-up suffering from a severe psychiatric illness. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, that's true. And um, they actually were, were getting done for neglect because they abandoned the... Whatever it yeah. was, uh-huh. um, and yeah, it's it's gone very messy. It's it's where it's like, like it. it is like a horror film. It's yeah. like um, the kids like a changing, yeah. changeling, but it's not now. The, the kids now have been adopted by um, a new father figure, Antoine Mans, yeah, who uh, was recently ordained as a pastor and lives in a former church parsonage with his wife, Cynthia, thirty nine, and they think it's all great. Yeah, um, yeah, and now. Th- the child apparently does have a bone disorder, uh, which means that she's barely taller than a toddler. Yeah. So that's an indisputable fact. But the debate is, is she 16 or 30? Yeah. You know, was she adopted as, you know, like an eight-year-old or somebody in their 20s? It's, it's very, very strange. 
Very strange indeed. You can get in touch with Big Hits Radio uh, UK this afternoon. You can find us on Facebook. We're on Facebook there. Send us a message, a picture of Ian Brown up there for our show uh, post this afternoon. You can also message us on there. We're on Twitter, on Instagram. I think we're on that Snapchat thing, whatever it is. Text 0750 or email studio at bighitsradio.uk. I was watching a fella here um, earlier on today. I was out of walking. I was watching a, a husband and wife. They were sort of sixties, and they were walking into a furniture shop. And I, I love the body language of people of couples walking into furniture shops because the woman's head forward, looking all around, and the man's always hands in pockets and this kind of chest out, like like walking to the, the fate, knowing he's going to have to spend a lot of money and kind of. Looking but not looking, if you know what I mean. Looking around but not, not caring, you know. Oh, that's all right. Let's get that kind of attitude. And you just know he's walking in. <laughs> it was uh, it was great. Um, have you have you you know the music genre country and Irish? I'm sure it's played on on the uh, big hits country. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it was that Tuesday nights, but there's a specific genre within this and i was showing it to you earlier it's it's trucker music within the country and irish yeah 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 but it's all songs about like fellas driving big rigs and can, can we play a bit of that no i don't think it's on the system oh, anyway yeah. i think everybody will turn it off because it's <laughs> i thought it was good i was getting on there <laughs> it's about scanniers and going oh away. yeah yeah ad car i thought it was singing don't know <laughs> don't care just some random don't care uh, anything you find there? Um, yeah, I'm just looking at some of the strange um, stories. Uh, we'll have to do a quick Greta Thunberg story. Oh, right, okay. It, it has to be done, yeah. yeah. Uh, but a, a t- minor Twitter storm going on at the moment because yeah. the son of controversial uh, Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro um, tweeted out um, a mocked-up picture of um, Greta Thunberg stuffing her face on a train. It looks like, but uh, he mocked up some uh, starving African children in the background, yeah, uh-huh. um, as you know, to sort of wind people up. Um, I, I have to point out though, it is mocked up. Well, did he mock it up, or was he just copying something? I, I, I'm not too sure. Uh, the original picture um, was taken some time ago, uh, when Greta was pictured on a train with the captain caption, "Lunch in Denmark." So she was stuffing her face down and down in Denmark. Um, a, um, a country well known for its cuisine. I don't know. Did they do good cheese or is that the Dutch? What? They do bacon, don't they? Oh yeah, that's Danish good. Bacon, yeah. Are are yeah. are I don't know. Are bagels a, a Danish thing? Danish pastries. Danish pastries. Yeah. 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 They are are not saying that nice to be honest, but no, they're all right. Yeah, bacon in Carlsberg. Really? Oh, yeah. So it springs uh-huh. to mind. Carlsberg, yeah, that's all right. It's probably. Probably. <laughs> I love the way they say probably yeah. the best lager yeah. in the world. There's, there's a lack of self-belief there. Yeah. Isn't there? Like, yeah, you know, it might be. It's not know. the best. Yeah. Probably the best. We're Here, not too sure. Here's a new one from Georgette Jones featuring Vince Gill. This is called I Know What You Did Last Night. <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, quick look at what's on uh, over the next few days in Ards and North Down. The Upper Ards Historical Society are having a World War One Rex in the Irish Sea talk uh, by Dr. Ruth Pleats. Uh, it's uh, on Tuesday night, 7.30 at the Ballyphilip Parish Centre in Portaferry. Uh, the entrance is off Church Street. Uh, Ards and North Down are having a job fair uh, at the Blair Main Wellbeing and Leisure Complex uh, in Newton Ards. That's from 10 a.m. Uh, everybody's welcome. Jobcenteronline.com for more information on that. Uh, Castle Espy and Cumber next weekend are having the Big Brent uh, event. Uh, they, they welcome the return of the light-bellied Brent geese to Strangford Lock. Experienced the incredible 3,000-kilometer uh, journey from the Arctic through a range of activities, including sensory sessions by many explorers and I, a migration trail around our reserve, and family-friendly guide uh, in hide sessions. Uh, what's that? It looks like... Yes, it's a car wash and coffee morning at Trinity Church in Grey Abbey. Uh, their poster is a little bit vague. It's in uh, all, all money uh, is going to go to MS Research, though, so uh, that's very good. Uh, there was another one I wanted to Malcolm. This is Malcolm Pride, an organ recital by him. Afternoon organ recital in Portico, uh, down there in Portaferry, three o'clock tomorrow afternoon. If you're interested in going to that, uh, you can find out more information porticoards.com. <laughs> So I was going to talk about this here. This is new. Spitting Image is coming back to TV, apparently. The cult TV show that depicted politicians as puppets is returning. However, the show, which first aired back in 84, will be moving to America for its next chapter. Artist Roger Law, who worked on the original series, revealed the news on Friday on BBC Front Row. US President Donald Trump, of course, will. Uh, Vladimir Putin and Facebook founder Zuckerberg are among the figures to be parodied in the pilot, which has already been been filmed. Law told The Guardian the producers are now in advanced discussions with US-based networks to screen the show. It's of its time, really, isn't it? Spitting image. Have you seen Zuckerberg? He looks absolutely terrifying. All right. Uh, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the puppet, it actually looks more terrifying than the, yeah, the original blog. I do have to have a look, look for that one. Oh yeah, sorry, I got distracted there. Oh, uh, uh, sorry, just uh, just to interrupt that. Uh, Bournemouth uh, have scored now. Bournemouth two, West Ham one. Uh, Wilson, uh, Callum Wilson, they're scoring for Bournemouth and Chelsea now go one up against Brighton. Uh, a nice afternoon there. I'm sure a lot of people from uh, from London are taking a bit of a long weekend down in Brighton. And why not? Jorginho uh, slots the ball past the goalkeeper in a well-executed penalty, putting them 1-0 ahead. Sorry, Pose. Yeah, that's an interesting one from Siberia, um, where bored workers in a landfall site um, turned um, what they could sort of scavenge from the dump into a medieval-style set yeah. worthy of Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, they turned into... A, a medieval fortress yeah and they've been working on this for about 10 years um they've created dozens of knights in shining armor made from scrap metal and they guard the wooden gates and high fences um the landfill site is very much in operation with trucks still dumping rubbish but also operates as a, a free open-air museum uh, explaining the concept alexander rostrogov the site's director said why knights he said the main reason that uh we did this was the material was available uh once there was a time when a lot of washing machines were being thrown out on electric irons that is a heating device 
So I was thinking about where I could use them, and it occurred to me I could do something with a historical theme um, as an antiquity. Uh, he initiated the project, but staff quickly followed suit. He said, we don't have any artists or sculptors, never have. This is made by people who work here and who wish to do this without any force. Mm. I don't know why he's saying that. I, mean, I don't know if they're big yeah. guns in their head. Uh, when a person does it from his heart, when he wants to do it, then it comes out the way that you can see it. Yeah. And there's different characters, um, such as Predator and the Terminator, um, and also tanks. Um, the site has been used to stage battle and reenactments and houses tanks such as the legendary T-34. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, so it was all uh, a good evening out for uh, for this couple here, Chris Farrell and Chloe Harvey. They booked into hotels, only 80 quid, East London. Uh, but Chris took on an extra grand uh, after Chloe got up to use the loo in the middle of the night and locked herself out of the room stark naked, apparently. Panicked hairdresser Chloe, 29, banged on the door, but she couldn't rouse Chris, who'd had a few beers, apparently. In desperation, she hit the fire alarm and woke up the whole hotel and uh because he was the guy paying the bill uh he got an offense here an offense code uh the police uh charged them with a public order offense uh causing harassment alarm or distress uh under poa to the hotel staff so there you are <laughs> he got a big fine a thousand uh a thousand pounds he was charged, uh, guest caused fire alarm. And it, yeah, it appeared on the bill. Guest caused fire, fire alarm, £1,000. I'll teach him. I'll teach her not to run around. Starkers, won't it? My blooming neck. A uh, bit of a correction there. Bournemouth 2, uh, West Ham 1. Uh, Warren Point have got a goal now against Institute. They're 1-3 one, uh, one, against Institute. Goal there for Balmain equalising against Cliftonville. And Crusaders now 3-0 up against Glen Torrent. <laughs> Uh, so I've seen the future, it's garlic bread. Isn't that the famous quote from, I don't know, that thing that Peter Kay did? Peter, Peter Kay's Kay coming back, isn't he? Is he? I heard somewhere right. he's, he's returning, he he's bringing to. his, you know, maybe his mum needs another bungalow. Yeah, he needs to stop that, that car share got, got a bit tedious. Yeah, it got was, a, it was great, a bit sentimental towards the end, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, people can, oh, have another series. No, no, it's dude. Like, well, they won't. They, I don't really care anymore. Just get on with it. Uh, well, Domino's, the pizza shop, are on the hunt for someone to take on the role of their chief garlic bread taster. So it might sound like a dream job, but you do need experience. You need a minimum of five years in garlic bread consumption. Uh, and you'll be able to spend a day sampling the company's delicious garlic breads and even try some of their new products. Uh, delicious, it says here in this article. Anyway, there's just a catch, though. It isn't based in the UK, it's in Brisbane. Uh, though for some, that's probably a plus as it means a trip down under to Domino's HQ in Brisbane. The job advert shared on LinkedIn explains, you better believe it. You're, we're looking for someone a little bit crunchy, but mostly warm and soft on the inside to help taste test our famous uh, garlic breads at Domino's HQ. Is that what you do all day then? Just munch garlic bread? No, you'd, you'd never want to look at it again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, no. To be honest, you know, Garlic it's like bread. all those testing jobs. They all sound great until you actually contemplate the the horror of them. The whole point of garlic bread is you have a couple of pieces. 
Yeah, you not, wouldn't want to be eating them nine to not five. Not afternoon. Like, literally, like. Yeah, not an afternoon of it. Do you like a Jaffa cake? I love Shador, the keg de Jaffa. Uh, when it comes to food, it seems we just can't k- stop deep frying things. From mince pies to marshmallows and cream eggs, pretty much everything can be coated in batter and plopped down in oil. Uh, this one comes from Belfast. The latest thing to get the calorific treatment is Jaffa cakes, according to Belfast Live. Yes, a chip shop in County Antrim has been offering customers the chance to chow down on battered full moons over the weekend. But not everyone's convinced. Uh, the Railway Chippy is the establishment in question behind the quirky treat. Spokesman for the place said they're going down uh, quite well. Some people are a bit sceptical about trying them uh, once, but uh, they ate the, when they ate them, they enjoyed them. Has Ulster not suffered enough? <laughs> do you know what they should do? This would be a great thing um, for a pub or uh-huh. a bar. A battered pint. Yeah, yeah a battered pint. Get a pint of lager. Yeah. Or, or and then paleo and batter it. Serve it up to the customers, a big rant. It's not just in Northern Ireland though, the Milton Arms in Cambridge have recently redesigned their menu and are going to be serving a pie inside of a cake to customers this uh, this autumn. The new dessert features a flaky short cross pastry cherry pie and a baked inside uh, an indulgent chocolate fudge cake. That uh, two bottles of wine and eight pints later. How would you feel? <laughs> you probably need some ammonium, I would say. Yes. Uh, oh, great. Uh, you would know I'm a Blues fan or anything, but Chelsea now two up against uh, uh, against Brighton. Great. Isn't it lovely to be a Chelsea fan and pop on down to Brighton for a nice little weekend away down on England's Riviera? I don't think we'd be nicer, I say. Sorry, uh, it's on this day now with Len. <laughs> He's looking at me like I'm mad. Anyway, it's Saturday the 20th of September 2019. It's the 271st day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. 94 days remain until the end of the year. 48 BC, Pompey is assassinated by order of King Tumulti upon arriving in Egypt. 1066, William the Conqueror lands in England. 1889, the General Conference on Weights and Measures defines the length of a metre. 1912, the Ulster Covenant is signed. 1928, Alexander Fleming notices a bacteria-killing mould growing in his laboratory, discovering what later became known as penicillin. 1971, the British Parliament passes the Misuse of Drugs Act 1971, banning the medicinal use of cannabis. And on this day in music, 20th of September 1985, Kit Bush scored her UK number one album, her second one, with Hounds of Love. The singer's second number one album featured the tracks Running Up That Hill, Cloud Busting, Hounds of Love and The Big Sky. Who was it discovered the penicillin? Alexander Fleming. Fleming. See, it wouldn't happen nowadays. Health and safety. Health and safety, yeah, exactly. So that's a, yeah. that's, that's Brussels for you, you know. <laughs> this is the Andy and Len podcast from Big Hits Radio. Subscribe via iTunes. Download at www.bighitsradio.uk or listen live every Saturday afternoon.